This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. Now, back to more Trivia Friday. And well, welcome back, folks, to Trivia Friday. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman today. I'm joined in studio by J.J. Jasper and Kendra White. And uh, the number to call if you want to be on the show is 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. We go back to Joyce in Michigan. You have a question for us, Joyce. Yeah, this is concerning uh, the... uh in the New Testament, the, the Gospels, which of the four Gospels, um, records 20 miracles, and there are six of them that are in no other Gospel. Mm. It has 23, 23 parables, and only 18 are found in uh, any other Gospel, including the prodigal son, the Good Samaritan, and it has the longest account of the virgin birth of Jesus. And there's other things I got listed. Wow. You help, Joyce, you, you, just, gave us lots of you just described the book of Luke to us. What a wonderful yeah. book. All the Gospels are wonderful, but I didn't know that about uh, Luke. I know there are the lost coin, mm. the lost sheep, the, lo- the prodigal son, but all those other things, that's yeah, fascinating. Sure is. And what did you say about the miracles, oh. Joyce? You said... It has uh, it records twenty miracles that aren't in the 20, other gospels. Twenty miracles and only and six are in no other gospel. Oh, six. six okay, six right. are. Yeah, that's okay. that is great, Joyce. Thank you for loving the Word of God, for reading God's Word. There's no substitute for us as believers feeding from the Word of mm-hmm. God. Matthew four four as well as Luke four four says, "Man shall not live by bread alone." But by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God, we know it's a lamp and a light. The King King David said, how can a person keep themselves pure? Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. So God bless you. Thank you for being mm-hmm. a good student of the Bible and keep it up. Yes. You know, the Gospels, my husband, um, the first time he read them through, you know, for his, you know, you're, you're going from kid to like, I read my own Bible now right. and. He came to his parents and said his Bible was was broken because it keeps telling the same story. Oh, <laughs> because you gospels. get to the gospel, the needle is skipping. Right, it's like what's happening here. But that's the beauty of the gospels that it's a different account from four. There's a unique perspective and yes. you know intention by each one of those authors to point to different you know aspects of Christ and and to cover all of the miracles of his life. So if you are new to the faith and you are reading the Gospels, know your Bible is not broken. <laughs> yes, that's right. And and as a young Christian, and, and we'll go, get back to the program here, just uh, as, a, as a, a young child or, you know, a, a child growing up, you, you read that. As you grow older, you begin to see those different yes. perspectives and the emphases that they, they place on it. So, And you've got uh, a car accident, if you will, and you've got four eyewitnesses and somebody's standing on one different. corner, somebody's standing on the other corner, and you have a little bit of a different take. A lot yeah. of similarities, a little bit of a different take. And the atheists and the critics will say, "See, there's the discrepancies. That yeah. can't the God's word can't be the inspired, infallible word of God because here's some differences." And it's eyewitness people and the Holy Spirit. That's the very thing that proves that it is yeah, true. Absolutely, yes. it wasn't you know right. Absolutely, it wasn't just. Uh, 
here's these bullet points. All of we you all people. We all copied the same thing down and got in a room right. and agreed <laughs> right. on the story. Right. Hey, uh, before we go back, we're going to reset our questions for the last time on the program. But, J.J., before the break, we were, t- we were kidding around about you going to Kansas and those different places. You got anything coming up that uh, our folks need to know about? I do. Thank you. Sunday morning, I'll be actually preaching at Ingemar Baptist Church oh. in Ingemar, Mississippi, filling in for the remainder of the Sunday mornings in January. Next Wednesday night, East Boonville Baptist Church. That's January the 19th. In Boonville, Mississippi, March the 24th, Vandalia, Illinois, March the 25th, Hillsboro, Illinois, Pregnancy Resource Center Banquets, March the 31st, Beloit, Kansas, their 20th anniversary, Heart Choices, um, Pregnancy Resource Center, and some other dates in Texas and Louisiana and uh, other uh, Arkansas. So, yeah, I would certainly appreciate prayers. And if anybody's nearby, you're invited. Amen. And uh, to invite you, they can go to jjjasper.com. Yes, jjjasper.com. And Sunday morning, preaching at Ingemar Baptist Church, snowstorm expected. And we could get, uh, it's going to be a blizzard. We could get an inch of snow (laughs) in in Ingemar, Mississippi. So, yeah, make sure to get bread and milk. Get your uh, snow tires on there. That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, let's reset our questions. Go ahead and start us off, Kendra. Okay, still remaining, which bone are babies born without? Which European country eats the most chocolate per capita? And adding one more, um, what color does yellow and blue make? All right, good. Here are my three questions. Uh, First question, New York City is split into five boroughs. What are they? Second question, although many people still believe it, no witches were actually burned at the stake in Salem, Massachusetts. Is that true or false? And then a geography question or a political question, if you prefer. What is the capital of Taiwan? What is the mm. capital of Taiwan? I think I've seen those disclaimers to this day, along with saying not available in Montana. At the end of the movie, don't they say no actual witches were burned <laughs> in the making of this movie? Yes. No animals were harmed and That's no witches right. were actually burned. Here's what I've got. First question from the Old Testament. Who was the wife of King Ahab? Mm-hmm. It's a household name, wicked woman. Who was the wife of King Ahab? Second question. During the Civil War, the Battle of Shiloh occurred in which state? And I mentioned this earlier. I was very surprised by this. There were more casualties in the battle, in that battle in Shiloh, than all of the previous battles combined. Wow. Up till that point. Yeah. So very significant battle there in Shiloh. What what state? Third question, I'll add a new one. In 1908, what became known as the universal distress signal? Hmm. In 1908, what became known as the universal distress signal? You're uh, in trouble out at sea. You're stranded on a deserted island. Uh, this is universal. They mm. they came across and said, let's all use this one thing to signal that we're in distress. All right. Good, Good questions. questions. Where do we go, Kendra? Let's go back to Texas again to Orban. Orban, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hey. <laughs> I think he's telling us his answer through Morris Code. <laughs> All right, sir. Tell me what are we going to do here? That was Morse Code. That's him. So I thought I'd throw that in for the identification. Hi, hi. Orban, you do it all. He was yep. in Alaska. He is a, a auctioneer. He's a, a real-life cowboy, a harmonica player. He, and he, he has stood on the 
top of the sm- of the highest hill in in the world. In, in the he's, world, and he knows Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Orban, how are you, buddy? I'm doing really well. It sure is good to hear you guys, and I want to let you know. We really do appreciate you having the first-time callers because they have added a bunch to the program. They have. Well, they, they, I agree. Yeah. Hey, Orban, long-time caller, ask, answer, or do both, sir. You know the drill. Okay, I'd like to do both, please. Which one do you want to answer? I just heard a new one, and I want to try it. It kind of fitted in maybe the uh, distress call. Here's the question. In 1908, what became known as the universal distress signal? Okay, being a ham radio operator, I'm going to say it was SOS. Am I correct? It's SOS, SOS. which means send over spam. If you've got spam, (laughs) I need it. See, send over spam. (laughs) If you're if you're on a deserted island or your ship is sinking. You got a couple of days worth of spam. You can, you can, uh, anything. I yes. mean, the does it actually stand stand for words? People think uh, they they have wrongly said over the years that it that it meant save our souls or save our ship. And mm-hmm. by and large, people think that. But I did the research to tie in with the question. It didn't stand for anything. What it is, as uh, as Orban knows, it is three dots. Three dashes, three dots, and you continue that. Three dots, mm-hmm. three dashes, three dots, three do- dots, three dashes, three dots. And it's something that you can do over and over without a lot of thought. And they just said, hey, we've got different ways of saying help. Let's do this universally, you know, back with mm-hmm. sea captains and everything. And SOS just meant we're okay. in trouble. Please help. So let me let me ask you this. You may not know this, but obviously you've done some research. So is it SOS? SOS or SOSOSOS? How, how do you? Like it so, keeps is there going. SOS. No, they say it's continuous. It's a continuous. You don't pause. And then, you know, you're asking about this. They upgraded in 1927 because the telegraph was getting less and other kinds of communication uh, audio. So it was replaced with Mayday, which everybody oh, okay. knows. Mayday, yeah. that's another universal. Universal. You get to the microphone, you just start saying mayday, mayday. Okay. Uh, if you're stranded on a mountain or you're sinking at sea, everybody will know, you know, that you're, you're in trouble. trouble. You yeah. come quick. Very good. Yeah. Have you all seen the uh, commercial about the United States Coast Guard? There's a guy so. with an accent and he's in training and he sits down and they leave and all of a sudden somebody's calling in mayday, mayday. And he, he gets on and they say, help, we're sinking, we're sinking. And he has a thick accent. And he says, what are you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw the Farside commercial. You got like six guys in lab coats on the little tiny deserted island. And their ship has sunk. And they're trying to take stones and write SOS. Yeah. But because they're doctors, it's not legible. <laughs> and, and, and all the planes keep passing by. And they're like, nobody can that read is. that. You call, you call yourself able to write? Well, look, we're all doctors. <laughs> Scribble. Orban, how long have you been a ham operator? Ham radio oh, since operator. I a, since I was a child, it's been in my uh, bud for uh, ham radio operators. And when you send SOS, you can't do it wrong. Just three shorts, three longs, three mm. shorts. There okay. you, there you, I think that's what they. What I was okay. reading that way, you can't mess it up. That's nice. If yeah. you just do right. three dots, three dashes, and then and keep, keep that up. Uh, I've actually had to use that in Alaska when I had an emergency. 
So it really has come oh, wow. to me. Uh, true story, Orban. So one of my dear friends, Leonard, we're out on the lake. The motor and the boat quits. We're out there in the middle of nowhere. And he has the little, like we got the little whistle that kind of, uh, you know, connected to the key. They give you, you know, you got to float uh, life preservers. He gets the whistle and he starts bleep, 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 bleep. A few minutes later, here comes some old salts in a boat. And I said, what is going on here? I'm oblivious. And he said, I just said SOS in Morse code. And some of these veterans that all knew show it, and they show up and they, uh, they save the day. They tow us to wow. shore. So that, that helped us back in the 1980s. Wow. And uh, you're right, Orban people. That's a good little thing for your emergency know. survival kit to know a little Morse code. Wow. Mm. All right. Hey, Orban, what's your, what's your question for us? Orban? Yes, sir. What's your question for us? Okay, uh, it's a whistle question. I, I click whistles. I teach kids how to make willow whistles. I teach kids how to whistle with their hands, you know, like a dove or an owl. I'm going to ask three. I'm going to tell you about three whistles and tell me which ones worked. Only one of them worked. The first whistle was made from wood. The second whistle was made from steel. The third whistle made from tin. Which one worked? Which one worked? I think the wood whistle. I've seen that a lot of those, work. but mm-hmm. this might be a riddle because tin whistle, it seems like <laughs> you, you have that, you know, on locomotives and things with steam. The wood whistle is my guess, Orban. Okay, is that your final answer? What do you guys yeah, say? Yeah, I'm going sure. with JJ because I don't have a clue. Okay, please work. Three whistles, only one of them worked. The first whistle was a wooden whistle, but it wouldn't whistle, so it didn't work. The second whistle was a steel whistle, and it still wouldn't whistle. <laughs> the third whistle was a tin whistle, and then it would work. <laughs> I like that. Nicely done, Orban. Uh, you made his grin. Thank you, old friend. God bless you, and uh, thank you for listening to AFR. What well, an interesting guy. I've said yeah. this before. I hope to get to meet Orban. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he he has kind of done it all, and it's and it's – uh, very unique stuff yeah. that he's done. Orban, reach out to me. I'm a pilot. I'll fly down, and then you and I could brand some cows or make some whistles or <laughs> something, or go pa- or go panning for gold in yeah. one of those or uh, copper streams. Yeah. Uh, all right. Where do we go We're next? We're still in Texas with Connie. Connie, what part of Texas are you from? Uh, Nederland, Texas. All right. Well, We're about thirty minutes from the coast. Okay. Well, welcome to Trivia Friday. We're glad to have you on. Well, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Well, would you like to ask, answer, or do both? I'll do both. Right. Uh, I want to answer the one about uh, the babies and kneecaps. Okay. Or, or what bone? What bone? Yes. Are they? Which bone are babies born without? A kneecap. That is correct. Wow. You know, we had this not too long ago, and I could not remember the answer to it. Yeah, Yeah. isn't that amazing? They later develop cartilage in their joints. We really Uh, are fearfully and wonderfully made by God, knitted together in our mother's womb. That's That's wonderful. Excellent. What's your question for us, Connie? I found that out because my great-grandson was born without. I mean, that's how we come to find out. Hmm. I wonder with all the, um, do they develop them by crawling? Do you know? Is it, I mean, what age? 
Do they have kneecaps? Um, I, you know, I don't really know at what age he started to, but my granddaughter had taken him to the doctor one time uh, because she thought there was an issue, and they told him, you know, told her at that time that, that so you know, they're born without kneecaps. Huh. So, Isn't that something? Wow. Hey, tough. Connie yeah. and professors thinking about babies and how they're fearfully and wonderfully made. January, Sanctity of Human Life mm-hmm. Month, starting Monday, We've been having a campaign where we've been letting people know about pre-born ministry. We partner with them. They provide free ultrasounds to pregnancy resource centers across the country. And for only $28, that uh, provides one woman seeking an abortion with an ultrasound. And when a woman who's abortion-minded hears the baby, sees the baby, hears the heartbeat, up to 80% choose life, even though they came through the doors being abortion-minded. So... If I can give this number, yes, today's the last day, 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396, or AFR.net, uh, just $28. It's a wonderful way to support the pro-life community, and uh, yeah, this is this is great. Pray for that ministry, Preborn. Pray for the Pregnancy Resource Center centers in your area they need mm-hmm. diapers volunteers prayers and financial support as yeah. well and that's Good something words. that uh pastor joseph parker who works here with us at american family association american family radio that's something he's always stressed and we'll say this and then we'll we'll move on but he's always stressed that a lot of christians and churches don't even think about these kinds of ministries that exist in, in their, their communities, community. and right. they really should be helping those communities. That's right. Uh, because a lot of times they are very, very close to not being able to make it uh, fund-wise, mm. but right. they do such great work, like Preborn Ministry does. And, and as you know, I'm a frequent speaker yes. at pregnancy resource centers across the country, so I get to see that up close and personal. Yeah. You know, mm. what a great job they do. There's no nicer people in the world than the volunteers and the directors and everybody that works at these pregnancy resource centers trying to reach the woman they share the gospel saving babies right try to be there for the father of the baby they're very comprehensive going into the schools uh all of the abstinence things they're just they really do a great job for life and i know we've kind of camped out here but january is sanctity of human life month hence the uh the the uh, conversation about this hey connie thank you for being patient with us yeah Oh, yes, I do. But I also would like to say that um, I got together with some of my coworkers and was telling them about preborn. Mm. And um, we collected the, uh, to give, I believe it's five ultrasounds for $140. Oh, wow. Yes. wow. What a great Wonderful. idea. Thank yes. you for that, yes. Connie. Yes. Because now you're yes. not only supplying that need, but you're letting four other people know about oh, yes. it. Yes, yes. yes. right. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Our goal was 3,000 to be able to underwrite 3,000 uh, ultrasounds. And this morning, I think we're at 2,000. So we can, we can reach our goal yes. by this evening. Wow. Thank yes. you, Connie. What's your yes. question for us? Um, in the United States, what animal has a pouch that they carry their babies in? Mm. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk amongst ourselves, Connie. Don't say yes or no. I I think it's, it's a platypus. Opo- it's a possum. Oh, possum. Yes. Possum. Okay. Right. Yeah. The Arkansas kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, ding, ding, ding. You're right. It's possum. All right. Yeah. The What do you call it? The, the, the Arkansas uh, kangaroo. I just, I just said okay. that. I stood out there trying to be goofy. I think the the real name is opossum, but everybody says possum. 
Yes. And yeah, my they, husband they, mocks me for that because I say opossum, and he goes, "Oh, you do? Oh, opossum? <laughs> who are you?" Well, and that, what's funny That's is funny. like when I get in these little country churches, and you'll hear people say, "We need to humble ourselves yes. before yes. the Lord." You'll hear humble, humble. or humble. So, yeah. yeah, if you get humble or humble, mm. and then you get possum and opossum, get that all mixed up, it could get you to go into some kind of a time warp. Yes. You might not be able to uh, re-enter into our time period from. Yes. That's a funny, oh, possum. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Connie, thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And uh, thank you for your love and your prayers and your support of AFA and AFR. All right, let's see what else we can squeeze in here at the end of the program. Where do we go next? Let's go to Cheryl. Cheryl, welcome to Trivia Friday. Uh, thank are you. you. Uh, where are you calling from? Um, Arkansas. Wonderful. Do you have opossums oh, there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> yes, ma'am, we sure do. Um, you, you want to ask I answer or do both, guess, Cheryl? I do both real quick. I know you're at the end of the program, so I'm going to a- answer the easiest one first. I think. Have y'all answered the one about um, who Ahab's wife was? No, ma'am. Here's the question: Who was the wife of King Ahab in the Bible? Uh, Jezebel. 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 Yes. And listen, if you don't think names matter and words <laughs> matter, how many people you know have named their baby girl Jezebel right? or their son Judas? Oh, <laughs> so, they, you know, they didn't look it up, did they? We looked up ours. That's right. Wicked, well, I wicked, surely wouldn't name, name them Jezebel. No, wicked, <laughs> wicked woman in the Bible, Jezebel of Sidon. Mm-hmm. Hey, Cheryl, what's your question for us? Um, quickly, um, what two books of the Bible um, does not mention the name of God? You've got no Esther. Mm-hmm. That's number one. And, and then, then is it uh, Ruth? Is, is, is it, I uh, want to say it's Jude. No, that that's not right. It's Esther and... I, I think I th- Ruth's not a bad here's, guess. Here's the deal. <laughs> I was upset when I realized Charlton Heston was not in the concordance. So I might not be the right one to ask and answer these Bible questions. I, Esther I, does I, not mention and Esther, Esther for sure. For sure. Yep. Esther's for sure. And um, what about Song of Solomon? I don't think God is mentioned in Song Song of Solomon. Mm. That's oh, what I'm going right to say. Too. Esther okay. and Song of Solomon. Sounds all right, good. that sounds good. You're right. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, ding, all right. You're right. <laughs> Way to go, JJ. I, now, Song of Solomon, uh, God's not mentioned, but there are some things mentioned that make an eighth grade boy blush. <laughs> Let me just say that for the record. Uh, all right, Cheryl. Hey, thank you so much for being on with us, and you have a blessed uh, weekend. Okay. All right. Um, should we I, give our, I think we should give our, give answers, our answers because I think we're, we were out, out, of time. out of time. Okay. Well, fellas, what do you think? Which European country eats the most chocolate per capita? Norway. Uh, France. Switzerland. Switzerland. And they're oh, famous for their chocolate. They that's eat right. I thought that was too easy, but that, that's well, their, their army. You know, they're sitting there <laughs> whittling whistles with their Swiss army knife. Yes. Just, and eating uh, chocolate. Eating chocolate. Okay, um, what else you got? Let's see. What color does yellow and blue make? Well, green. 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 Yeah. Good job. All right. Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, Manhattan, and Staten Island are the Staten five boroughs Island. of New, New York City. All right. Witches, no witches were actually burned at the stake in Salem, Mass. True or false? True. 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 They were drowned. Mm. A couple were drowned. Crushed with really? heavy stones, jailed, hung. <gasps> oh, the capital gosh. of Taiwan is Taipei. 
Uh, Civil War Battle of Shiloh occurred in which state? Is that Mississippi? Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. Yeah, just probably uh, 50, 60 miles. Oh, north that's that's of, where uh, we're we're sitting right now. It was in Tennessee. And uh, and that's all I've got. Let's see. SOS. Yeah, that's that's all I've got. Great. Questions. All right, folks. Uh, you've been listening to Trivia Friday. More great programming directly ahead on American Family Radio. Lord willing, we'll see you Monday.